Hey guys. What up, what up? Welcome to episode number three. Yes. We welcome you guys. We welcome, 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 welcome. New listeners, old listeners. We're welcoming you into our universe. Yes. I don't know what that was. I don't. It was space. <laughs> That's a scary sounding space. <laughs> oh God! That's where the aliens are. That sounds really creepy. <laughs> that sounds like horror film aliens. Very. I'm Adora. Hey girl. Hey girl. And who are you? Hey y'all, aka Indiana Jones, aka Indy 5000. I don't know what else to call it, aka Engine Number Nine. Engine Number Nine, that's right. Oh, I forgot about that one. I forgot I used to call you that. So, we made it through our first holiday. How was your holiday? Celebrate. Okay, I'm done. How was your uh, Thanksgiving? It was actually really chill and cool. Really? It was a great day. Yeah, no stress. Really? You know. Yeah. <laughs> we were ready on time. But black folks. You know. <laughs> and we ate a little bit late. Oh, we ate about five. I wanted to eat about three. That's but- not bad. It's not too bad, you know? Yeah. And the food was delicious. It was way more, a lot of, uh, it was a lot of food and a lot of fucking desserts. Yes. I feel like this year I had more desserts than I did ever in the Thanksgivings that passed. Like, it's just so much cake. I feel like everywhere I turned, it was cake and bread. Like, cake, 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 cake. It was so much. But that's good that you weren't stressed and you hosted it because normally that, that means stress. This is the first time I didn't see you guys on Thanksgiving. One up one. <laughs> but mine wasn't stressful either. I went to my um I went to my dad's side and it was actually cool. Uh I mean I had some assistance, but you know, <laughs> in making it cool, but it was dope. <laughs> I just laughed at everybody the whole time. Assistance? What kind of assistance you say? I just had some tasty food and we'll leave it at that little tasty dessert before I started my meal that helped keep me in a very good mood the whole time. <laughs> it was delightful. It was delightful. Yeah. And we ate early. We ate like at 3.30, See? which is early for my dad's side because my sisters usually want to eat like at 5, but um, but we had it at my dad's house this time, so mm. 3.30, 3.30 on the dot because my dad wasn't playing them games. So it was good. I actually had a really chill time, and it was the first time I didn't have to go to multiple places, so that was cool. I actually enjoyed that. So it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I always get a little anxiety before going. I don't want to say anxiety, but I guess I get anxious before I have to go see my family for like holiday events like that. Probably because I usually have to go to two two or more. Mm -hmm, Two or more places. It's Mm -hmm. 
And you got to deal with different people. Sometimes you just want to deal with. Yeah, but see, you're lucky. Side. You never have to do that. Everybody always comes together for you. Yeah, we were kind of blessed to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen when I get a bigger place and I get the hosting because everybody's invited, but I'm sure everybody ain't going to come. <laughs> Who ain't coming? You know, one side of my family ain't going to come. They ain't going to feel too comfortable. Plus, I told my mom straight up, I was like, I don't think you're going to like the type of Thanksgiving I throw. <laughs> straight up. <laughs> she was like, you know, you're going to have to do it soon. And I was like, I, I don't know that you're going to like that. <laughs> I don't think that it's the right atmosphere for you. That's what I said. She looked at me. I'm like, you know what I'm saying. Everybody's going on a cousin walk. <laughs> The whole house is a cousin wall. Shit. I think it was just easier because I was off. Yeah. And then like Wednesday, I um Wednesday, me and Riley were out at Hobby Lobby for the majority of the time, which they super disappointed me this year because they decided to take all the golden black decorations out. And, what do you, you mean know, out like they weren't out there? Like every year they usually have black and gold like decorations, wrapping paper, Christmas ornaments, stuff that you can put on your table, all kind of stuff. Right. And I usually go and I like rack up because Hobby Lobby every Christmas, every year, it always has 50% off their Christmas stuff, no matter what, every year. That's mm-hmm. when they make their coins. Right. I mean, they make their coins because they got good stuff and good sales, but- mm-hmm. Every year they have their Christmas stuff 50% off. So <clears throat> I went and like they had a really small gold section and they had um and they had a um like they had this blue color with mm-hmm. this gold, which was really, really pretty, but you know, Ricky hates blue. So yeah. that wasn't going to happen. And then I would have had to change my whole fucking feng shui. I do gold and black every year. So I would have had to change it. So it was disappointing. It didn't leave me a lot of options. So I just decorated like Christmassy a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that made it easy. See, I mm-hmm. wish I was one of those people that could get into that. But I just really realized that I hate decorating. Like it's a, I don't right. like it. It makes me anxious. Like if <laughs> I just can't. I can't look at something and be like, oh, I know what will go good with that. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like Mm -hmm. I get home and everything that I get just doesn't flow well. I'm way better at putting together outfits than I am at putting together like decorations or home. Yeah, I can't do that. I I can't do that at all. I mean, I won't say that I can't. I just need assistance. I need somebody to say, no, that's not going to work or no, you can find something better or something because I don't. mm -mm. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I needed Jalisa's help a little bit because they left me little options. Mm-hmm. So I was like thrown off. Like, right. oh, how could I do this? What could I do? Because the house is so big and I wanted something for the windows. Right. <clears throat> but they didn't give a lot of options. And mm-hmm. it made me sad because a lot of black and gold is not out in the stores like that. So mm, I wonder why. They've been I- doing it for years. 
I guess they decided to like let's throw in like blue and gold this year, but black and gold. They had wrapping paper, all kind of stuff, and I used to go there and get my stuff. But not this time. I wonder why. That's weird that they switched that up. I don't know. The I like the way things look and like people coming together for the holidays, but mm-hmm. I can honestly see why people get like stressed out or like. <laughs> depressed around the holidays like I I can't ever really say that I've ever been depressed because I have a lot of family so mm-hmm. I don't really get down and sad and lonely but I can see how people would or how you know just be a lot if you have to see family or people that you don't necessarily want to deal with or always have to deal with or whatever mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying that could mm-hmm. be a lot or if you just don't have any family at all you know and it's kind of like okay where am I gonna go what am yeah. I gonna do I feel you. That's it. I don't know. I mean, for me, holidays are a great time. But like I said before, I'm married to the Grinch. <laughs> so his his holidays growing up weren't like the same as mine. Like he didn't have the same like exciting experiences. It was mostly like him having to go to his like grandma or his aunt's house that he didn't care for. And like mm. receiving gifts that he didn't ask for. Mm. And eating food that he hated. <laughs> so like... <laughs> So he's like, ah, like, who cares? It's the same day. Every- like, it's no, nothing it's, new. It's not. It's a special time of year. Right. But I, I like love Christmas. But I, you know what I realized when I got older, the stuff that I missed about Christmas, because, you know, Christmas or the holidays or whatever changes as you get older, of course. Mm-hmm. But I thought that. Oh, I'm just being childish because it was the gifts, but it really, really wasn't the gifts. Like I really just enjoyed everybody being together, you know, people uh-huh. being goofy with each other. And I don't know. It's like for some reason when I was younger, it seemed like my family was like more together than it is now. Do you feel yeah, that way yeah, too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that weird? Yeah, because my uh <clears throat> my my dad's family and stuff used to he has a big family, so they used to come down, and we would all be in the house. Mm-hmm. Somebody, the kids would be sleeping on the floor, or we would mm-hmm. go down there and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it was, I mean, you got gifts, but then it was just more about like, oh, I'm with my cousins, right? I'm with my uncles and my aunts, and I can have some gumbo. So. Mm, the holidays yeah that's that's my memories of the same thing like I would be spending the night with my I wouldn't always be with my cousins because you know my family's a little off like my second cousins are like my age and my first cousins are like auntie age so but I would be like with my niece and my nephews and my brother my sister would always spend the night over the house and they just it seemed like it wasn't it didn't go by as fast either like we spend the night together we would play games we wake up We'd have breakfast, we would open gifts, and I feel like we would also have dinner. Like it was never something where we were just all rushing through to get to the uh-huh. next thing. I don't uh-huh. know. And I miss that. Like I think I even said that last episode. Like I even miss Sunday dinners. I don't know when they became extinct, <laughs> but do any black well, no folks do them it. anymore? <laughs> because I don't I mean, I don't know because people used to do them all the time. I, I was gonna say, well, football's on, but then football was on on Sunday back then, and you had them. It was like turn off the TV. Yeah, basically, it was never. I mean, Sunday dinner was always a thing, even if it wasn't grand or lasted that long. Like I remember, I would stop at my mom's house, get something to eat, tell her hey or whatever, and go. Or people would stop by or whatever, 
my sisters and my brother or whatever. But I don't know. It's just weird. Like, I miss the togetherness of the holidays. I mm-hmm. feel like everything just is like, okay, we did this. We did this. Now it's over. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it was cool. It was a yeah. good, good little uh, breather. But this was the first time I did feel somewhat closer to that, like real chill, where it kind of like I was able to enjoy it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that was nice. Maybe Me it'll too. spill over into Christmas. Christmas. Me too, because it was just it just ran smoothly. Mm-hmm. And usually Thanksgiving and stuff doesn't run smoothly. No, Thanksgiving never runs. Christmas is usually more smooth than Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And mom, yeah. Yeah. Thanksgiving. They usually be all over the place. I want to go on a vacation. I would love to do for that. For Thanksgiving. I would love to do it for Christmas or Thanksgiving. Yeah. Just have someone cook for you, go on a vacation. Yeah. And because we have kids, I would, re- would want to go like on the Disney cruise or oh, to go to Disney World during Christmas. Oh, my God. We gotta make that wow. <laughs> That's one of my like lifetime. That is gonna be one of my goals to take her to Disney World on Christmas. Oh, your daughter. Yes, that would be so dope. And take myself. You really want to take yourself. <laughs> I said the first time I go to Disney World, I don't want to take my kids. <laughs> well, I want to go and I want the family to go. So, like, they can have a day with her each mm-hmm. day, mm-hmm. and That's I can sweet. have my own day. That's still sweet. No, my I want to go and walk the ho- and figure out the whole park situation, everything by myself. But Disney World is so big; it has like six parks. That's what I'm saying. I need to go, <laughs> but you need a whole week by yourself. I do. You're right. <laughs> and then the next time I go, I'll take half a week. Because, you know, time is longer for kids anyway. If we actually go with the week for the kids, it's going to be like a month to them. <laughs> They're going to think they live in Disney World. Right. I'm going to take half a week, take them up there, and I'll know all the little spots just for them, and then that'll be it. I'm not walking around that whole Disney World with two kids. <laughs> That's what I'm not going to do. Tell you that right That's why some people be having those VIP hosts. Now, okay. that's what, ooh. What was that, that when Mickey shows you around or some shit? No, they have like a person who show. It's not Mickey, but they have someone who, who gets you whatever you need, shows you around, you get to the front of the line, all this other kind of stuff. Hey. What? You know, uh, speaking of Disney, you know they're about to drop all these live action movies? I know. And this Lion King and shit. So do you think that that means that they're going to have like a new Lion King ride or kingdom after the movie exhibit. Yeah. <gasps> oh, they're going to kick all my coins. <laughs> they're going to have, they're going to have to do it. They can keep that Dumbo shit though. I don't want that. Oh, I have no desire to see Dumbo. You, you want to see Dumbo was really, really sad. Yes. As a cartoon. So can you imagine as a live action? I don't want to cry. And then how they gonna put them racist ass crows in there? What they gonna do instead? They was racist. That was but very racist. Exactly. Which is why it was. Oh, because they, they talked like, yeah. And then they were alcoholics or something. Weren't they trying to get Dumbo to drink? 
And I then, don't like hiccuping and they shit. They did get him drunk. See, no, it's we no. They better not put that in there. They, they gonna put it not. in there. They better not. They gonna put it in there. I, Watch. I am excited about Lion King though, but they have a lot to live up to. Cause I'm trying to figure out how they're gonna make all these scenes real. The same way they did Jungle Book. Yeah, but Lion King has a lot more singing than Jungle Book did. It has a yeah. lot more. Yes. <laughs> a lot. But, but, but I wasn't too happy about them coming out with the live Jungle Book. And when I sat down it because I love the cartoon so much. Like yeah, I, I, I didn't like blue. I didn't feel the need for this. Like right. I was like, how are they gonna make this possible? This is gonna be like really odd. Like Mm-mm. And then when I saw it, I was like, "Whoa!" They but that really makes took- more sense to me. Like, I mean, Jungle Book because the boy is a real boy. Boy, yeah. I was like, "Oh, that could be okay." But there are no humans in this. <laughs> no, they're not. That's no. They and that's do a lot right. of singing and dancing like that. I just can't wait to be king. Shit, how they gonna do that? They can't get them <laughs> giraffes to stand on top of them elephants. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even it's show Zazu. I wonder what Zazu looks like. They didn't show him in the trailer. Mm-mm. Mm. They didn't. Mm-mm. Zazu. Or Timon and Pumbaa. There. They're going to be there. No, they're in there. I just wonder how they're going to look. Because it's different from a cartoon when they make them all real. Because even when I looked at Simba, first time I liked the, saw the trailer, I didn't too much care for Simba. He had a lot of rufflage in his brow that I didn't care for. <laughs> he looked like an old baby lion. Like he already <laughs> looks stressed. In the face. I'm not about to do this with you. I'm not. And then I was a little thrown off because Rafiki broke some branches instead of breaking the melon open. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, see here they go switching shit up. And I'm, <laughs> I'm just not. I don't think ready. I'm gonna like this. I don't know how this is gonna go. But then I heard James Earl Jones's voice, and I was like, "You're right. I appreciate y'all." Because if y'all want to try to just to play Mufasa again, again. <laughs> not that I wanted him to die, but I'm glad he stayed alive. You know who should have played Timon? Timon and Pumbaa. Who's who's playing them? Um, what's that chubby guy from Knocked Up? Oh, no, Seth Rogen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who's playing Timon? I don't know somewhere. They should have they should have cast Danny Danny Glover for him. Danny Glover or Donald Glover? Well, you know what the hell I mean. No, I don't because one Child of them is He's in it. Who is he? I thought he's in it. Don't he play Simba? No. No, why? Hold on, let me fact check cuz you know I like to make things up in my imagination. <laughs> But I thought he was in this. I thought he was. uh, I thought he was. um, Yeah, he is Simba. I don't want him Simba. He's old Simba, not young Simba. I don't want him Simba. He's perfect to play old Simba. Who's playing Scar is perfect. Who is this person playing? Young Simba. Uh, I don't know. Say his name. Billy. Eichner? I thought you were going to say blanks. No, I don't know who that is. I have no idea who it is. Alfrey uh, Woodard is playing Sarabi. 
what I want to sorry. Wait, what I want to know is why Whoopi couldn't come back and play the hyena again. Why we couldn't just bring her on back. But they don't even wait. What's <gasps> their names? They have hyenas? Cause I don't remember seeing that neither. They didn't they didn't show that. So she uh, might be. We just don't know. It better be. If they brought back James Earl Jones, they could definitely bring back Whoopi to they say they mind a cub sandwich. I thought that shit was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> You're childish. Ooh, that tickled my fancy as a kid. I thought that shit was hilarious. I'm super excited about Aladdin too. That's another one I'm scared for because they already let me down again in the trailer. But listen to There's me. a trailer? You haven't seen the trailer for Aladdin? No. It's very short. I don't want to see it then. No, you do need to see it so you understand why I'm upset. She sure okay, is. I'm gonna have to who watch is it. this? Oh, you know who Rafiki is, right? Mm-hmm. That's T'Challa's daddy from Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who this dude is named that's playing Timon, but he he looks like Two Face. His he face don't does. match. Why don't his face match him, himself? I don't know, God. I don't. I hope it, he didn't have an accident. His I nose looks talking off. about somebody that had an accident. Billy Eckner. E-I-C-H-N-E-R. Y'all, mm-hmm. if you're listening, look up this man. He literally looks like he has two faces. It looks like his nose is off. No, it's his eye, too. I hope there's oh. nothing wrong with him. I hope I'm not talking shit about somebody that had an issue. Uh-oh. Because I hate it when that happens. But, yeah. No, my issue with, I'm going to tell you now about Aladdin. The thing that worries me about Aladdin is they already messed up one of my favorite things. One of my favorite things about Aladdin is when the Cave of Wonders pops up and that sand turns into a lion or a tiger or whatever. That shit is still epic. If you go back and watch that right now, it is very good digital artwork for its time because it still looks good. But in the trailer, it's just a cave with a lion, a tiger face on the outside. It's not no sand or nothing. Are you listening to me? I'm listening to you. (laughs) You said it's not no sand or nothing. No, it's just a cave. (sighs) I don't want that. And then who's going to play Jafar? It better be the same dude. He looks scary. He's very scary. But the guy who look who's playing Jafar looks like he should play Jafar. Like in regular life, that's yeah. like who he is. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Downey. Oh, they need to bring Iago back too. See, certain people you just can't swap out. But who's gonna who's gonna play him? The guy who played him. Who played him? I don't know his name. The guy that looks like he always just ate a lemon. Oh, uh, Godfrey. There you go. That GG guy. Is he still alive? Yeah, he's still alive. Oh. I used to watch him on USA Up all night. I'm mad at you for doing that. And number two, let me check if he's actually alive because I definitely thought Elizabeth Taylor was alive until last weekend. Mm -hmm. He's alive. He's 63. He can play it. He's a Pisces. He can play it. Yeah, I hope he plays it. And Mary Poppins comes out. Nobody gives a fuck about Mary Poppins. Fuck you. Everybody's excited about Mary Poppins but me. Because you're a whack. 
No, because I never watched that as a kid. And when I heard she was giving medicine and sugar, I thought that that was a bad situation. Why? <laughs> because just that sounds like drug dealing for kids. Just a spoonful of sugar. And I was always confused as to where their parents were, why she had to show up. They were always working. They were rich, remember? No, I don't, clearly. So what okay. was she doing hanging out with the chimney sweeper? Actually... What it was, was she was like a nanny. Okay. And they moved her in there, a nanny babysitter. And they moved her in there to watch the kids and do stuff with the kids because they were always working. I think his dad was like, you know, working at a bank. And you know, back then, like working at a bank is serious <laughs> shit, nigga. It was because there's no computers. <laughs> you mess up, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> so he was working at a bank and I remember that house was dope. Do you? Yeah. So I need to really watch it again because I don't know how the singing came into play. I, and I think like they just, I think that um, Dick Van Dyke, who's the chimney sweeper, was yeah, her I boyfriend outside sure? of the house. Oh. So that's why. But I'm trying to figure out why all the kids needed medicine. Not all the kids. No, she lined medicine. them up and gave them all medicine. No, you are talking about <laughs> the wrong movie. What am I talking about? There was only two kids in Mary Poppins. Oh, there was? <laughs> Who am I talking about? about? The sounds of music. I'm never. No, I'm not. Because I've never seen the sound of music. But the sounds of music was with Julie Andrews and she had like eight kids. And did she give them all medicine? I believe so. <laughs> See, it's something wrong with Julie Andrews. She would have drug everybody. <laughs> I, don't I mean, her. parents be wanting to drug their kids now. That's, or that's why that's why parents be trying to get their kids Benadryl melatonin. <laughs> I know I tried melatonin. Shit. And it worked. Because uh, <laughs> that child did not want to go to sleep. Now, there's got to be something for kids, like, naturally to put them to sleep. There's got to be, like, chamomile tea for children. <laughs> That's what melatonin is, shit. Is it? What is melatonin? It's basically, it's on, it's natural. It's, it's A sedative? It's, yeah. Not a sedative, but, like, I guess you can say, I mean, it, it's, it does something. You have melatonin in your brain anyway, so it triggers something in your brain as well. Mm. To make you want to go to hormone. sleep. Yeah, to make you want to go to it's sleep. It's a hormone produced by the pineal gland, among other locations, which regulates wakefulness. Mm -hmm. As a medicine, it is used to treat insomnia. However, evidence of benefit is unclear. One review found onset of sleep occurred six minutes faster, but found no change in total time sleep asleep. All right. Well, it's a hormone that they somehow naturally finding other things and then give I it guess, to you give it to you give it to you give it to you yeah but, i mean i know i know a lot of people take it who love it like, i mean i'm sure they do i mean it's harder and harder to fall asleep these days especially with the cell phones you can just go. sit there and i'm always tired forever. i am always tired i i am this is a blessing and a curse because my wheels are always spinning and I'm always trying to find stuff to do. But once I get in the bed, it it's is over. over it's like crap. over. I can't even really watch TV at night in the bed, maybe for like 30 minutes. 
<laughs> now that I'm on, on maternity leave and I'm at home, I can. Like, well, but that's just because I'm doing a lot. Like, I have to get up. I have to breastfeed. I have to change him. And by that time, I can't just fall back asleep because I've been moving around. Then I probably went to the restroom. I got some water. I'm up for another hour, 30 minutes or whatever. So right. I can't just go back to sleep. But I'm like you. I like to always find something to do. I don't know why. I like to be so damn busy. Um, but when I'm I mean, not busy, I feel lazy. <laughs> like, like, like you're like, doing shit. Yeah, like I'm not doing shit. Like, I don't get me wrong. I love a good break. Like, I will, like, take a day and not do shit. But I can't just have a week of not doing shit. Yeah. I'll feel bad. Mm-hmm. That's sad. Is that sad? Like, no, like even with like even with Riley being in the house, she was in the house. I took her out Wednesday. We were in the house all day Thanksgiving, and she was in the house all day Friday. Mm-hmm. So she was going kind of crazy. And I told Puda, I was like, you know, she has to get out the house. We have to take her somewhere tomorrow because you know you need that. Like it's yeah. cool to stay in the house, but you still need to like, you know, what I'm saying, yeah, and be active and get out. Yeah, yeah. even if you. You just go take a walk. Well, Something. It it was really pretty uh, this weekend. So it was, and it was now it's cold too. as hell. And see, yeah. I hate that I'm missing all this cold weather because I love cold weather. It's only gonna be cold for two days, and it's going back to the seventies. That's what I'm saying. But every time it's cold, I'm stuck inside somewhere. I can't even Sorry. whip on my nice sweaters, a nice little scarf, a little boots. Well, you got some time. We shall see. You never know in Texas. Summer can make a return at any given time. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, uh, we getting fall weather this weekend. Oh, great. And we really didn't get fall at all. No, we fell right into winter. It was like 70, 80 degrees one day, and then dropped down to 45. And we were like, what the fuck are we supposed to do with this? Yeah, like, and then when it was fall, it just stayed hot, hot, yeah. hot, hot, hot. And then it was like cold. Mm-hmm. And no, it was like rain. Yeah. Rain, 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 rain. <laughs> we're going to change the temp a little bit, and then we're going to bring it right on back. We're going <laughs> to let it rain. Then we're going to let it sprinkle snow for a uh, half a day. <laughs> and then we're going to give you some hot <laughs> weather. We're give it right on back to you. The sun. I feel like the sun hovers over Texas in a way that it doesn't hover over any other state. It's close to us. Is it closer to us? I feel like it is. I think so. Is the sun closer to Texas? I heard that um, Arizona was hot. Well, Arizona's hot and dry. Mm, We hot and moist. Yeah, we... (laughs) I don't know if... Well, they say hot and moist is better for your skin. I don't want that shit. You do. Well, we don't really have those issues because we're black. But it sucks for our hair. Because there's nothing we can do. Nothing. Although when I went back to California uh, for in j- last January, mm-hmm. my hair didn't like it there either because mm. there was no moisture in the air. So my mm. hair wasn't curling right. It was just looking kind of, it wasn't shrinking, mm-hmm. but it wasn't having a good shape. I feel like your hair products also have to depend on where you are too. Because that shit, I don't know what if I had Cantu or Shea Moisture, but whatever I had, it, it was, was not working. Mm-mm. I had to keep putting it up in a ponytail because I was like, this is ugly. 
<laughs> There's nothing cute about my head right now. Let me throw it up in this pony. Yeah. Yeah, so we got through Thanksgiving. Did you do any Black Friday shopping? I did a lot of the shopping on Wednesday. Well, basically Thanksgiving night, morning. Night. Yeah, because it's not really Black Friday anymore. It's like the whole damn week now. But I got everything that I needed. I got Riley everything except one thing. But it's not on sale, so it doesn't really matter. Do we know so. why they changed it? I feel like this year they didn't give nobody a heads up, but they were like, hey, by the by, there's no more Black Friday. It's just the whole damn week. <laughs> like, we're going to open I, it now. I, I think that it's a whole uh, money aspect. They are trying to, some places are trying to give you deals sooner so you can shop there. You know what I mean? Like, for, yeah, like for instance, JCPenney started on Wednesday and, um, something that I was looking for was actually cheaper on JCPenney. So mm-hmm. that would behoove me to search for the other stuff that I was looking for if it was at the store that I was initially going to. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, I have a different theory. I think it's all because of Amazon. Oh, half the stuff that I got came off of Amazon. No, but I'm saying I think the stores are now doing it earlier because everybody would just get everything off of Amazon. You feel what I'm saying? Like it's different than going and being able to get your sale now or not even that, having the option to order it online and have it delivered to you or picked up for the same price from other stores. I think if they would have just kept doing just Friday, mm-hmm. nobody's going to do that because they were like, oh, well, come Friday or Monday, I can just get the same thing on Amazon. So why mm-hmm. would I Why would I hurt myself and put myself in danger yeah. <laughs> on Friday? But to me, Amazon didn't even really have any good deals. No, they like, just had like discounts, but it wasn't it wasn't like what the stores offered. Mm-mm. And I think that's why the stores did it because they were like, "Oh no!" And not only that, they have Black Friday is a time for them to get ready for their inventory to get new shit anyway. Mm-hmm. So I feel like probably in the past year since Amazon was a big thing, they weren't moving shit like they used to. So they were like, "Oh no, we're not going to condense it to this one day. Mm-hmm. Let's give them time." To you know, buy up more shit because they're not. It's not like before. It's not like the '90s where everybody's gonna run, or even the early 2000s where people are gonna line up outside. Nobody's doing that no more. I shop online. Everybody does. It's so I mean, easier. I, I got a TV from Best Buy and I just straight ordered it online. I mean, and then you can order it online and then go to the store and pick it up. That's exactly what I'm going to do. And I'm not going to be nowhere near the crowds because it's a whole week later. (laughs) And it's free. And see, that's another thing. You don't even have to pay for delivery. You just go pick it up. Hello. That makes it a lot easier. And then on Thursday, you can just chill because I really think like when the, the stores do do a Black Friday sale that they should not open on Thanksgiving. I think, I think that it's fucking messed up that places are open on Thanksgiving. I think that they should open at midnight like they used to do. You know what I'm saying? Like it's m- just messed up. Not six o'clock. I think who's open at someone was open at two. I think JC Penny's open at two. My niece but, works at Walmart and she says she wasn't even getting time and a half. It yeah, was just mandatory. 
Yeah, because some of the Walmart stayed open. Yeah. Uh, all day. I think Kroger stayed open all day, too. I, uh, yeah, I saw Kroger's was open. And I was mad. I was like, what you mean you don't get time and a half? And she was like, we don't get it. It's just mental. I was like, oh, well, what happens if you call in? She said, I get fired. I was like, so they're going to make you work on a holiday. <laughs> You're not going to get paid any different than any other day. Um, and what happens if you really are sick? You don't get fired because it's a holiday? That's, that's crazy. just crazy. But I remember when I worked at Old Navy, I worked at Old Navy for years, for like four or five years. And at first it was just like, oh, they were open at 12 or whatever. So I would have to be there like at 11, you know, or mm -hmm. something like that to help set up. But I remember when they changed it to being open on Thanksgiving Day. And I would have to come, if you decide to work Thanksgiving Day, I think they closed early to prepare for Black Friday. Mm -hmm. But I think one time I worked from like 10 a.m. to like 3 p.m. And mm -hmm. I had to turn around and go back up there at like 12 o'clock that night for Black Friday. Because oh, they're two separate sucks. days. Because right. people can shop on Thanksgiving and they can also shop on Black Friday. That was right. stupid. So mm -hmm. stupid. I was so tired. <laughs> so fucking tired. <laughs> and if I was tired then and I was young, I definitely can't do that shit now. I'm not lining up nowhere to buy nothing. <laughs> or work nothing. Hello. I'll tell you something I won't be doing. I buy it online. And that's exactly what I did. Mm -hmm. Honey child. Oh, I was impressed. <laughs> right on this phone. Not even on the computer. I was on the phone. I was afraid that shit would get uh, sold out, but that didn't happen either. It's just people have too much stuff these days. We consume way too much. We purchase way too much shit. It's not the same. Remember, and, like... Go ahead. And, um... And, uh... Like, what people really want. They have so many good sales, like... The TV sales this year were awesome. Yeah, but that makes me wonder what kind of space TV are they coming out with? They getting rid of all these TVs, right? This is gonna be a projector screen, like a little a little <laughs> bot that flies up in the air, turns the like a little bot that flies in the air. <laughs> yeah, because I got me a TV, and I'm excited about it. I I love ordering things online because it's like gifts for myself later that I forget that I ordered. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, and Zara had 30% off for Black Friday. And did you buy anything for yourself? We're all waiting. No, not from Zara. Oh. Yeah. I went to the Dita store though and racked up. Would you get workout clothes? You know I don't wear Adidas to the gym. I just wear them for life. I wear them in my regular and days. That is why you don't look like other moms. I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. <laughs> I wear it on my regular on the weekends. Boy, give me that. Give me, oh, give me some Adidas pants. Give me my Adidas shirt. Give me my Adidas shoes. Let's go. You need to be an Adidas ambassador. I'm telling you, like workout clothes. <laughs> because now they're making like 
Adidas and Nike and Puma and Champion, they're making it where it's not like workout clothes per se. Like it looks like workout clothes. They're making it like, oh, you can work out in this, but you can also just wear this. You know what I mean? Yeah, they all want us to be comfortable. Right. Because I have some Adidas pants, my black and white striped ones, and I could rock those with some heels. But you won't. Okay. When do you wear heels? When I go places. <laughs> I'm I you. don't really go. You will. You already. I uh, used to be a heel, heel freak. I mean, I still got a lot. I just don't be wearing them. You will again, especially since you've been dropping all this weight. Miss Keto Queen. Did you start? I'm back on it, too. Did you start today? Yep. Yep. How'd it go? It's, I mean, I didn't really, how can I, I never like completely stopped per se. Mm -hmm. Um, I still tried to eat that way, but then, you know, I was having more sugar or a lot more carbs than what I would normally is, but I, it wasn't like I just like went off the ledge and just stopped eating like good stuff. You were still mindful. You would, you would mess up, but you were still mindful. So tell the listeners, first of all. What a roundabout what keto is and how much weight you've lost with keto. Um, so keto is basically um a high carb, high carb, low. Wait, wait, um, yeah, wait, low um, carb. My bad. Y'all, <laughs> <laughs> me, where I can eat the carbs, <laughs> high fat, low carb, which or um, high protein, low carb. And no sugar. So basically, you're eliminating your sugar. You're eliminating um, just made-up products that you're not supposed to have in your body. Like stuff they use to make something. For instance, like potato chips, bread. You're not going to have any bread. You're not going to have any like pancakes. Anything that has a very, very... Yes, macaroni and cheese. Now, one thing you can have is cheese. They do let you have cheese, mm-hmm. and um, and basically, what how I describe it to people is that you're eating meat and veggies. Mm-hmm. So, you can have any type, basically any type of meat. They want it to be grass fed, and then um, any type of vegetable. Right. Now, a lot of people think, oh, I can have a lot of fruit, but a lot of fruit is high in sugar, which is still not good for you, which kind of pisses me off because for instance, when we, when it comes to our kids, most people want to give their kids a hundred percent juice, right? right. Mm-hmm. But a hundred percent juice has a lot of sugar, mm-hmm. like a lot of sugar. So it's right. just like the stuff that doesn't have like a lot of sugar is, um, that's like a cop. That's not all the way a hundred percent juice. That's not natural. It's not natural. It has low sugar than, than you know, a hundred percent juice, and that's because fruit has a lot of juice. So they don't want you to have like apples because that's high in sugar. Oranges they're high in sugar. Grapes high in sugar. Well, I plums. think that's because the goal is to be losing weight and to be more balanced. I think those things are okay. 
but it's just about, you know, balancing what you're trying to do at the time. And I think for juice, for kids, I think that we rely on juice a lot now because it's a part of our like upbringing and our generation. Mm -hmm. But like, even when I give my son juice, I never give him just like, unless it's like a, like a Capri Sun or something where I don't really have a choice. I always put water. I never just give him straight. Yep. Straight. And I used to buy uh, by Riley, I still do that for her, and I used to buy her um, um, mods for tots, mm-hmm. which is disgusting. Yes, it's so gross. It's like apple piss <laughs> water. If apples could pee, that's what mods for tots tastes like. <laughs> it is not great, but the sugar count is very, very low. But what I discovered was the Kool Aid jammers. That's why I always get them. The mm-hmm. Kool-Aid jammers only have um, five grams of sugar, like in a pouch. Oh, that's versus good. Capri Sun has like 10, 13 grams that's why of they sugar. So damn good. Mm-hmm. Man, Capri Suns taste so fucking good. They still I taste great. Where I was, I think my mom had them because her husband drinks and eats super childish, like, and she had them in her deep fridge. Girl, I got one of them Capri Suns out the back. <laughs> I just tore that shit out. It was so because it's so good, but it's high in sugar. Of course it is. So then I just so I started getting her the Kool Aid ones and the um the Kool Aid ones and the no sugar added. Mm -hmm. Um, I do like or um, what's that? Honest is it? Honest? Yeah, honest juice. That's pretty good. But it's nasty. But you me. didn't say how much you lost. Back to you. Oh, my bad. <laughs> um, in total, I lost 45 pounds. Yes. 45? I need to lose more. It's a slim, thick ass. Y'all <laughs> all decided to get slim while I was blowing up and making life. I hope I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I, it was nice to see you know, you got all disciplined and strict. You started yelling at people, telling everybody what they was eating wrong and shit. It was real nice. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, I'm about to get back on it. I know you about to be like major pain. <laughs> I came in the house and I was like, uh, Puda has seasoned the steaks, and marinated the steaks. I was like, what did you marinate it with? <laughs> and he marinated told me. it in brown sugar and molasses. <laughs> and I, he was like, no. And I was like, uh, I was like, all right. I just, he's like, why, why are you asking me? I said, because you weren't home. Yeah. You were in you training were, when I was yeah. doing this. So I was doing it like. Yeah, that's me. right. You were by yourself. You didn't have to, uh, you didn't have to worry about nobody else tempting you with their food. And or- I don't have, and I don't trust. I still <laughs> kind of don't trust when people are trying to make it for me because yeah, I'm like mm-hmm. this stuff that they don't keto is very strict so if you don't if you're not mindful of everything that you can and can I have you'll definitely uh slip out that line real quick but you can have like the good stuff you just have to basically eliminate sugar and eliminate carb I mean have low carbs right so like I mean I could still have a burger I could still have um tacos because they have the little tortillas eat that have very very low carbs mm-hmm. so tortillas. no those are the ones that you bought yeah and they were so gross i was also pregnant at the time so it probably wasn't the time <laughs> for me to be experimenting when i wanted a damn quesadilla <laughs> i was like what is this 
And you got like the whole wheat ones, and I was like, I never had those. <laughs> you were Boy. like, I was like, I don't know how those are gonna taste. Felt like I was chewing on a circle haystack. That shit was fucking gross. <laughs> I cooked it in butter, didn't taste no butter. I'm like, dang, how the butter don't stick to the, to the tortilla? But yeah, you can, I mean, you can make it bad, and you can't use because you can have olive oil and real butter, but if you use too much, yeah. See, like olive oil butter. has to be, you have to be careful with olive oil because olive oil can make things very salty and very greasy. Very fast. <laughs> very fast. Very fast. You don't need that much olive oil. You need to do a dollop. Do a dollop. Do a dollop of olive oil. Bloop. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm proud of you and I'm glad you're getting back on it. I don't know when I'm going to get back on um this this healthy lifestyle. I need groceries in my house to do that, and I don't have any of those. So once I get groceries, we'll go. Yeah, y'all gonna have to make grocery like me and Puda do once a month. Just buy groceries for the whole house. We normally do, but since we had this baby, we've been a little bit thrown off. <sighs> you know, it's okay. A little thrown. You got to change your schedule, well. Mm-hmm. I would like to schedule. do the HEB pickup, but um. I don't like how they be charging you different prices online versus what's in the store. I don't like that either. I think that's disrespectful. I think if you're gonna if if you're gonna pick my groceries, just give me a flat fee. Yeah. Just I don't understand why it has to be different prices on every item. Just give me a flat rate fee mm-hmm. of ten, fifteen dollars or whatever, however much you're gonna charge me for them to round up. And I also think the fee should be dependent upon how many items you get. Yep. Because if I'm buying for a family of eight, it should be different than me buying for just a family of three. Exactly. That don't make no sense. So I I got a bone to pick with that. But it is hella convenient because you just pull up, they come Mm -hmm. out, they put the shit in your trunk, you don't even have to get out your car, and they Mm -hmm. sometimes give you a cookie. The only thing with that is you got to get home and check everything. And the last time I did it, I was pissed off because they gave me some old ass avocados. Oh, wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they don't be looking. They just be grabbing it. Well, yeah. They're still just little pimply-faced teenagers in there trying to get it over with. I'm not about to. I'm not I want somebody's grandma picking my produce. That's I, that's what I feel like. You got to be a certain age to work in the produce section. You can't be all young and shit. And <laughs> <laughs> be caring for people's potatoes and strawberries. And all that other shit. Because I feel like that should be old because them kids are negligent. They don't give a fuck. Right? All they eat are fruit snacks and Whataburger. So they don't care about <laughs> my radishes. I haven't had Whataburger in a while. Because it's nasty now. Mm-mm. Whataburger is certified trash now. It's not good. They don't season their meat. They be all tough and shit. I've never liked their french fries. They just not, they can't compete. There's a burger place that we had yesterday for our last cheat uh, fat day meal That's called nice. My- Mighty Burger. Oh, my God. It was really good. Mighty. I don't know why I decided to do that. What's I don't. That I know where it's from. It sounds like, sounds like it's from Gamma Gamma. Yep. Good job. Gamma 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 Gamma. When I say Gamma, you say punk. Gamma, punk. Gamma, punk. Gamma, gamma, punk, punk. <laughs> I love that movie. I did too, although I didn't see it till I was much older. You know what you do need to watch? Because I Tell know me. you haven't watched it. Tell me. She's got to have it. 
on Netflix. I have watched it. You did? Yeah, I got all the way up until the part where she was at the art gallery. With her oh, work. continue to watch it. I don't know. Some of them niggas is corn. I like the concept of the show. But the it's just like the movie. The I original. Never the movie. So watch the original and then watch this and then you'll be like sh- it it's really corny because it was actually a 90s mo- movie so yeah. in the it 90s it makes more sense mm-hmm. versus now but it was really good. Mm-hmm. I mean Spike did it but it was really good. I liked certain parts of it. I like the fact that, in a sense, like the original, she was a woman in a typical, I guess, male role. Mm -hmm. And the fact that I also like the fact that all the men knew about each other Mm -hmm. and they still kind of respected her or whatever. Mm -hmm. But the one part I did not like about the show Mm -hmm. was her relationship with the woman. And not because... What woman? When she was dating the girl on the show. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought the that was hair. mad disrespectful because it was almost like, oh, all these dudes are getting on my nerves, so let me switch it up. And the girl told you she actually cared about you. She had a kid, and you were never really serious about her. It was just an escape so that you didn't have to deal with the dudes because I think at that part of the show, uh, was she attacked or something? Some mm-hmm. guy did something. And so she just wasn't really fucking with, I guess, dudes at that point. She was like mm-hmm. was taking a hiatus from the men. And I was like, well, that's that's trash. Like, this is this woman's real life. <laughs> like, you why are you just I'll just tell you this. What? Just finish watching it. Does she come back? Does she end up just with the finish girl? watching just it? Just tell me now. I'm not telling you nothing. Oh, you know, you niggas know I hate this shit. I like to know. I ain't is telling you. Still on Netflix? Yeah. Fine, I guess I'll go back and watch it. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. That did piss me off. Now that I think about it, wasn't that the... Did you ever see... Oh, did you see Baywatch? Yeah. That movie was actually funny. Very. I laughed a lot. I didn't I did expect too. it to be funny <laughs> at all, but I was cracking up. It was really funny. Yeah. I like seeing The Rock without Kevin Hart. I don't need The Rock and Kevin Hart to be in the But Jumanji was really good. Jumanji was all right. I liked it. I thought it was funny. I didn't like the spin on it. What? You didn't like that they made them like older and the boy was locked in the game? Maybe I just didn't like the acting or the writing. It was something about it that I didn't like. And not only that, again, I don't like movies with Kevin Hart and The Rock. I feel like that should be getting too goofy. Because it's always like the big guy, little guy thing. Oh, uh, yeah. So Kevin Hart has to do a lot. And The Rock always has to be way nicer than he should be. And in real life, he would stomp that nigga out and it would have been over. <laughs> I feel you. I have to be in the mood to watch Kevin Hart. And a lot of times I'm not in the mood. So um, I'm not. I don't really care for Kevin Hart so much in movies. Mm-mm. Like when he had his show, Real Husbands of Hollywood, it was fucking was hilarious. But it was that was hilarious. his lane. It was so funny. But when mm-hmm. he, I mean, and I like him as a stand up, but when he's doing movies, I mean, he's funny, but it's like the same. He's more over the top to me than it. And I know you're going to be like, how? Because Martin is ridiculous. You, uh, hell no. No fool. Listen, there is no way. <laughs> that, in movies, 
Kevin Hart. Movies. Not no. on the show. In movies. Kevin Hart is over the more over the top than Martin was in movies. Yeah, to me. Martin, Martin played. I mean, the first what was the first movie he did? Was it Bad Boys? Bad Boys wasn't the first movie Martin did. Was it? Because he had Blue Streak. That was older. And he had uh, National Security. That was older, too. His first movie was... It was... Bad Boys was his first movie? Mm-hmm. See, and he wasn't too extra in Bad Boys. Yeah, they didn't... They made them funny, but in a different type of funny. In a realistic way. Like, yes. the action part was unrealistic, of course, because it's Michael Bay. But... But movie wise, he what he's not as extra as Kevin Hart is. Like, yeah, Kevin because Hart brings his stand up to movies. Does that make sense? Yeah, because see, to me, he played, um, he played different roles. Like to me, Kevin right. Hart is always casted as the same, and he's never person. serious. Yes, like, like life was serious. Yes, life was serious. Then you had, um. Thin Line Between Love and Hate. Then you right. have Big Mama's House. Then right. you had the Roscoe Jenkins, which was hilarious. That was funny. I so, love that movie. I need to buy that. Thank you for reminding me because I forgot I love that movie. And Death at a Funeral. That was hilarious. Remember right, that was. was. Who wrote the book. But yeah. yeah like Nothing he, to Lose. He was in that in 1997. He was in, oh, no. His first movie was House Party. Yeah, I was just about to say. No, that. I'm wrong. But see, the, he wasn't the star. But he was still in it. The he first was also movie, in Boomerang too. Yeah, the first movie he did was Do the Right Thing. Mm-hmm. And see, he's not always the main guy. Like Kevin Hart is always like mm-hmm. in the, the center. Yeah, he can never really be supportive. He's yeah, too much. I just think they cast Kevin Hart, and he takes the same roles instead of switching it up he always is like the funny guy right the funny and make jokes and little and all this other kind of stuff where martin like in bad boy he was funny but he was more serious he was more well well-rounded as an as an actor to me mm-hmm. and maybe that's because of martin to you know but i mean i think it's because he did grow beginnings. up with yeah, he grew up. He was in movies with Spike Lee, and around that time, it used to be where comedians would be in regular movies with other actors as supporting. So you couldn't; it wasn't all based just off of your comedy. You know, you would be comedic relief, but you weren't just it like wasn't funny. Yeah, even Eddie Murphy, because you have to. Th- it, it, I think it's the air, like. Yeah. Like with Eddie Murphy, he was funny, but he didn't always play the goofy, silly person. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Because he didn't. I mean, I think to me, to be honest with you, if you go back to like all comedians, when they were in movies, they weren't always over the top or super duper funny or had to play this funny guy or make it really funny. I think... I think that came around in the 2000s. Like, for instance, the person who plays that perfectly, and I have no problem with playing the funny guy all the time, is Will Ferrell. 
because well, like he can't do anything else. I can't see him being serious. <laughs> but like, like no, he can't do nothing else but be a damn no. fool. <laughs> exactly. So those are like that's the type of person that I can see that in like I mean, but but Ben Stiller has he always acted this stupid? He that's where I put Kevin Hart in that category, like the Will Ferrell, Ben Stiller. Um, I mean yeah. Adam Sandler, ob- obnoxious. Yeah. You know, yeah. What I mean? But even Adam Sandler can sometimes be serious. Like Spanglish was serious. Oh, that was such a good movie. One of my favorites. Yeah, he's he has more range. Like there's some. I get what you're saying though. It it, it is a very like 2000s era type of thing where. Let's just make a super goofy movie, you know, mm-hmm. and, and bank off of that. Which, I mean, Eddie Murphy Eddie Murphy eventually phased into that. He stopped making more balance. He stopped taking on more balanced roles and just kept, like, upping his goofy yeah. levels. Because Norbert Cause he, was ridiculous. And he had to because what he was doing before, people wasn't going to find that funny. It was in the 2000s where he had to do extra. I guess, like, late 90s, 2000, because... When did um, what's that movie called? I don't know. You gotta be describing to me. Sherman Clump. When did that come out? Oh, um, late professor. Yeah, that came that out came late ninety-seven. It was late nineties where, and that was the first person that I ever saw be like extra and over the top. You yeah, know that I mean? was really extra and over the. It top. was really extra and over. But I at mean, the same time. It was groundbreaking at the time because he played so many people. Mm-hmm. And he, I remember that was a really big deal that he mm-hmm. played. Ninety Professor came out in nineteen ninety six. So he played the mama, the daddy, the brother, mm-hmm. Sherman, Buddy Love. Yeah, <laughs> Buddy Love. That's just crazy ass <laughs> name. That's stupid. The grand, <laughs> the grandma. Yeah, he played. Half of them. The only person at that dinner table he didn't play was them two fat twins that was mm-hmm. in everything in the nineties. Mm-hmm. I hope they still alive and got their health. And Norbit was hilarious. Norbit was ridiculous though. <laughs> Norbit was. How many times I got to tell you not to move a seat, <laughs> bitch? You <laughs> just crazy. You know you couldn't fit in this car, <laughs> and she kept scooting up and hitting her titties on. The- No, but that's a good question. I like I like to see our audience tell us who was the best comedian slash actor, like black comedian slash actor. Because I like Richard Pryor, but maybe I haven't. We didn't grow up with him, so right, right. And in in a lot of his movies, even though he was trying to be serious, he still played the same guy to me. Mm. Makes sense. But like Eddie Murphy played different guys. Like he was the cop, he was the ladies' man, he was the father because he was the father of Doctor Doolittle and Daddy Daycare. And I don't understand why these niggas thought. This nigga was a sex symbol because he Girl, was not. Not even in Boomerang was I trying to look at him that way. <laughs> I still don't get it. Poor Whitley had to sit on top of that nigga. For, ugh. Mm. <laughs> Ain't nothing cute about him. Nothing ever been all. cute about him. But yeah, we had... Okay, so I guess what we're asking is between Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence... Who else do we have? 
I feel like I'm being disrespectful and like really forgetting comedians that did <laughs> black comedians that did comedy, but also did some good acting. There was Bernie mm-hmm. Mac. Bernie Mac. Mm-hmm. He was a very good actor. Very good. Mm-hmm. Very good. Oh man, I miss Bernie Mac. And he was funnier than I. He was older than me, so I couldn't appreciate him the way I could if I was older. If you go back and watch like some of the movies he's in, you could pr- appreciate him now. Right. I appreciate the Bernie Mac show so much more now. I still haven't really. I mean, it's funny, but I it's not something that I um that you just have to watch. Mm-hmm. I get you, but it is funny as hell. Bernie Mac's just funny, and he was in a lot of stuff. So there's Bernie Mac, there's Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. there's Martin. I don't consider Will Smith a a, a comedian. So, oh, because really he was he's funny, but he's not a comedian though. No, he's just a natural funny. Yeah, he's just goofy as hell, dumb dumb. <laughs> <laughs> dum dum day. He's like sitting outside with rolling his hair with a shirt on that says jam. <laughs> <laughs> I could just watch Fresh Prince outtakes. I don't need to watch the show, but their bloopers, I could watch that <laughs> all day, uh, every day. Dang. I'm trying to think of the kings of comedy, but Steve Harvey was never that funny to me. He's just loud in country. But he used to be in the channel. Is funny. He is funny. He he's underratedly funny. He's very funny. He's funny. We watched in all our movies. We watched D.L. Hughley's. um, No, no, no. no. It was actually pretty funny. I don't like D.L. Hughley. I never liked. I I've never cared for him either. But I do like some of the messages that he gives about like being black and like he's really like he knows his shit yeah because but- he has a radio show but i never thought he was funny because he always he was only funny when he did your mama jokes to me right right but this netflix i was because when puta put it on i was like he's not funny to me and when he we watched it it was funny I don't know. I tried to watch. I don't know if it was the most recent one or not, but I tried to watch a couple seconds of that shit. And I guess what I don't like about him is it seems like, I mean, every black comedian makes racial jokes. That's nothing. But I felt like he's always saying some negative ass shit. I don't know why, but I just don't care for whatever the fuck he has to say. Maybe I need to try it again. He's really positive, though. Is he? He says stuff he says things like that are truthful and real, but in a comedic way, mm-hmm. like I, now to me, like the stuff that he talks about, like his knowledge of politics, about race, about mm-hmm. this, about that is very intriguing. Mm-hmm. And he's super tatted, which is really odd. Yeah. I saw that on, uh, which Black is really Love. odd to me. Yeah. And, but like, I think, um, cause I never really cared for him, but when you listen to some of the stuff, it, it may come off negative in a way, but it's like, uh, I tried to tell you, but you didn't listen. That's what you ask it. It's, yeah. it's kind of like that type of, type of, I guess you can say vibe or negative vibe when he says stuff about race and all this other kind of stuff. I see. But it was pretty funny. 
Maybe I'll give him a chance. You should watch it. I think, um, what's his name? What's his name? I hate his voice. Chris Rock makes better movies than he does his stand-up to me. Yeah. I like All his way. movies better than I can ever sit and listen to him talking. He's just really annoying. Really annoying. And I hate his hands. They look like I hate his hands. hands. <laughs> like this. Oh, no. <laughs> Always cupping them. <laughs> I wish they could see us. <laughs> it's, so, it's so creepy. His hands always look like that. I hope he have joint issues. No. <laughs> I mean, you know, they said that we was made out of uh, apes. No, we not. That's not us. They fucking lied on us. That's not us. <laughs> That's just him. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Are just like a orangutan. Y'all tell us who's your favorite comedian slash actor so we can debate y'all. <laughs> I think mine. I think I think I might have to say mine is Eddie Murphy because of his history. I can't say that I like him right now, but he's on a lot of classic shit. I don't know. Maybe it's Bernie Mac. Maybe I just need to watch more shit. I don't know. But Eddie Murphy's favorite, up there for me. My favorite comedian. I really liked Chris Tucker for a point in time, but he just really fizzled oh, out. I don't care what you say. Rush Hour I do love fucking hilarious. I loved um He was extra too. Yeah, he was. He was always loud. Mm-hmm. Always but I do love Money Talks over Rush Hour. Don't See, know I, I need to watch Money Talks again because I've only seen it as a child. Don't know why, but I think it's fucking hard. Oh, you know who we forgot? Mike Epps. Day Day. Yeah, he's good at acting serious. That is my Nick. <laughs> he's hilarious. But you ain't do nothing with the fat bitch jumped on me. That is my, my fucking... And that is my favorite Friday. And it's because he was in it and it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, and, and then was, the nigga pulled a cookie out of literally nowhere. He had no long see, sleeves on. <laughs> <laughs> he just pulled a cookie out of thin air. Like, where did that come from? <laughs> you know, and, all right. <laughs> and um, Friday next. Wait, Friday after next was funny too. Yes, Friday after next was fucking hilarious. It was funny because of Terry Crews to me yes. and Money Mike. Yes, you yes. thought you was gonna take it, didn't you? <laughs> Use your eyes. They're not just supposed to be hazel. <laughs> Don't be sorry, ho. Be careful. <laughs> it's when they was in there like, it's small in here. No, you big in here. <laughs> I watched that tonight. That never gets old. Puna loves it. Oh, I used to watch that over and over again. That shit was hilarious. Dang, we we ain't even talked about uh, this these Soul Train Awards. I mean, we were supposed to get personal. That's what we did. <laughs> Let's get personal, personal. Okay, yeah, physical. But it makes more sense. <laughs> okay, let's talk about these Soul Train Awards. Okay. <sighs> Why do we make the same face? <laughs> Wait a minute. Should we start off with the positives? (laughs) 
I feel like you don't. With your anti ass, I already want to start on the bad foot. Go ahead. Okay. Let me. I do think that Pam and Gina, Tisha and Tashina. We're going to say Pam and Gina because them T's always get me confused and I can't. Um, I think they did a okay job, but I would rather see Erica Badu again. Yep. But I understood why she didn't host it because they gave her. Yeah, the, you can't host and give yourself an award. The legend award. Mm-hmm. Or I would have liked to see Tracy Ellis Ross host it because she's a great host. This is true. She's a very great host. But she was up um, in the hills with her mom. I know. Ooh, with that body. Um, I need to put that on my vision board. I mean. Right. I need to be that old and look like that. Does the body good. I mean, that's no kids, but you know. But still. <laughs> shit. God, look. I was like, take this shit down. <laughs> just, why? Why'd you do this to us? Anyway, focus. So I think they did an okay job. I would have rather seen Erica Badu. Um, I do like the vibe. It was more of a 90s vibe to me. 90s, early 2000 vibe. Right. I really appreciated that. That right. was took me back. You know what I'm saying? And right. I know you saw your boo up there. You know. <laughs> you know I did. Yo, John B. And what was that? With his nice little crush velvet. Well, everybody had on velvet. Yeah, they did. Also, didn't I know Donnell Jones was that fucking lanky? He is like. And he had on the worst outfit ever. I mean, did we flash in 2008? When did we put on skinny jeans? With, with uh, Didn't he have like a little chain? And then he had a tuxedo shirt with a velvet oh, jacket. Confused, but John B. looks looked good though. Yeah, he did. He nice with his little flashy glasses. Also, why did Tammy come on with them glasses on the he just beat me, but I'm going to act like everything is okay she glasses? super bougie. She did look super bougie. Um, I feel you. I understand why Pam and Gina were doing it. I don't, as, as, they, as they have gotten older, I don't enjoy Gina as much as I enjoy Pam. Yeah, I would probably rather have seen Pam host it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just can't stand Gina's outfit choices. Oh my god! But Pam looked bad too. She was wearing grandma's. Yeah, they were all yeah, like that first black gown. I was like, who put Pam in? It? Like, it was just bad. Just everybody. Not even that. Faith Evans was in her uh, "Don't Leave Me This Way" go go outfit with <laughs> <laughs> I think the flare bottoms. <laughs> it's like she had 1950s look from the head up with the platinum blonde and the red lip. I was feeling that. But then the bottom looked like we were going to it, a discotheque. I, I was think, so confused. I think it was the shiny uh the belt? stone belt. Mm-hmm. Who was doing it? I just that really threw me off. Even the, the the gospel girl that came up there to sing it was we horrible. Sing, we singing gospel in bodysuits now. we twerking for jesus first of all (laughs) the pants and the shoes and the hair and the face was perfect but that bodysuit was so wrong for that outfit it was completely (laughs) it it made her look it made her look thick it did not get because she was thick she needed something that was gonna hug but she's so small at the top like it made it look crazy because the pants were baggy. It was like she had on survivor pants. 
and Catwoman top. Like I was just really, <laughs> it was a lot. And she was. was so pretty to be dressed like that. But even the nigga on the red carpet with the Gucci collar shirt and then the jacket over it. It was just a bad tone from the jump. But let's see, I feel like if Tracy Ellis Ross was there, she would have had everybody on their toes. Because people wouldn't be dressing like that around Tracy. Because she would Hello. be like, no, ma'am. This is not what we're going to do. But let me tell you, I did not expect to get that emotional in that little soul cipher. I really enjoyed that soul cipher. I wanted another one. Yeah, it was. you know I love me some Luke James. Girl, I, I always forget... How wonderful he is until I randomly hear him somewhere. And I'm just like, well, you don't, you're not falling in love with him. Like I am is because I don't don't star. star. And, and I think you would really like star. Maybe I'll watch it. It's not, it's not not liking claws. Oh, I I didn't watch this. I didn't watch the second season, but the first season was hilarious to me. I can't tell if I should be laughing at them or taking them seriously. The woman and the 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 men, everybody. Well, <laughs> Just, the men are fucking hilarious to me because they're like <laughs> it's like rich trailer trash. They are. <laughs> I was like, who does this? Like everything that he had. Then, it's just all bad. Like he had his wife who looked like Leatherface. And then the boy toy was there too. And then the nigga was dancing in the pool, and they had like this crazy ass strip club with these ugly strip. I just wanted to know where they were in Florida. Like they made Florida seem so trash. If they were in the country. I felt bad for the redhead lady. Oh, the um, Paul. the one who got out of jail. Yeah, she just wanted a better life. It's she's hilarious. They're all hilarious, but I'm not as emotionally attached. Maybe I need to, I don't know. I just, maybe I wasn't ready for the drama. But anyway, we got off topic. Um, Yeah, I understood what you meant. Uh, Pam and Gina had the Vegas skit was completely unnecessary to me. Mm-hmm. I didn't need it. Well, did not need it. I was really perturbed as to why I'll be sure was there, even though Kim Porter just died. I mean, I can't tell anybody how to mourn, but that was weird to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this. I'm so glad that Belle Biv DeVoe gets their flowers while they're alive because they get so much love and support. And let me tell you, them niggas might look old just sitting down, but as soon as they get to get on stage, they look like they 10 years younger. They be moving. They I don't mind going to a new edition. Con- I want to go to a new edition concert. Yeah, but you know that's not themselves. happening right now because because yeah, they're battling over them. the name. Yeah, and I don't I, I don't understand why Johnny Gill feels like he has any say so because new edition was established before you even Hello. got in the group. Hello, that's rude as fuck to do that to us. Shoot. But. And then, and then, like, some of the awards I didn't get, like, the first award went to Legacy, and I feel like it just should have been the Legacy Award, because I feel like Legacy gets an award every Soul Train Awards. Um, I'm not about to. I don't know why it was called the Certified Award. I don't know what the hell that meant. Um, Jacquees was cool. He was a little nervous at first when he came on with his little shakiness. But seeing him with those dudes just really made me wish that he was in a boy group. 
Wasn't it nice? It was nice. I was like, why aren't you in a group? Because he seems like he should be the lead singer of a group. Right. Not just by it himself. It was actually, it was actually, um, it was actually pretty, pretty good. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah. John B. I didn't like Michael Jones gave me the feels. Made me remember that men used to really love I wish women. Erica Badu would have sung some more, but she did sing my favorite song. What's your favorite song? Um, she sung yeah. my favorite song. The first one or the second one? It was the second one. Mm-hmm. So what you gonna do? I, I, I. I, no, not that I, one. That's my favorite one. But she sped it up, so I couldn't enjoy it the way I really wanted to. Are you talking about what you're going to do when it comes for you? That's everybody's favorite song. Working on a sort of face feels. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> you saw all her kids were there? Seven was yeah, there? And, just like um, his daddy? Oh, my God. I like the relationship that her and Andre have when he spoke highly about her on that video with his fine ass. I just, I want them to be together, but I don't. He needs to I'll come on with an album and stop He's playing. never going to do it. He's done with us. I think, Andre. I think somebody did something me? to him. <laughs> do you they hear said that he was, he was, they was, they said he was coming out with one, but I mean, I understand it might be hard to, to recreate that or make something better than than the love below. I don't know where I heard this from. Again, could be made up, but I'm under the impression that, you know, he's a southern like black country nigga. And I think after the love below got as big as he did, a lot mm-hmm. of his, what his audience looked like changed and he didn't like that shit. Kind of the same thing that happened, to, yeah. That I can't remember why I feel that way. But, and then even when they came out again and they did Coachella, like, a couple years back, mm-hmm. he made sure he wore all those jumpsuits that had, like, messages. Like, he had one jumpsuit that said, why do, it said, brown people all around the world suffer the most. Why? Like, I think that was another thing that made me feel like that. Like, he made sure he wore, like, political statements mm-hmm. for his people while he was And he said, po- he said political statements stuff too yeah so i mean and it's also kind of similar to how kendrick was feeling with the all right album like it Mm -hmm. was such a part of it was so cathartic like he was getting out what he was going through as a black celebrity and you know all the stuff that was going on in his life but his audience didn't reflect that and a lot of the stuff that he didn't make it for them basically and so he just yeah and so he just decided to stop touring with that album because he wasn't comfortable like you didn't make mm-hmm. all right for a bunch of teenage white boys to sing it back at mm-hmm. you. Like that's, you know what I'm saying? That's not who you had in mind. No. So I can understand not wanting to perform that and, and watch them sing but that they shit. they never gave us that. They should have given us that tour. What do you mean? Big Boy and, and Andre 2000. Oh, no, they, they didn't. They didn't. They should have given us that tour, that tour. Like No, they didn't. The Love Below? Because I'll take it right now. Miss Lady, I will take that tour right now like nothing ever happened. Oh man, I would travel for that tour. That album is awesome from front to back. They could just come back on award shows for all I care. Just come. I I can't say, excuse me, I can't say they because Big Boy still does it, but I just need Andre to 
to come to come I back. I mean, come on. Like, I really... Like, you could honestly... Y'all could honestly just tour with The Love Below and and Speaker Box. You could do a Quimini. I really don't care. I just... I just want to see you. I just want you to come back. When I see you. Please. But other than that, it was, it was, the Soul Train Awards were, it was pretty good. I, I liked like it, it better when Erica, it was, and I liked it better when Erica hosted it. Yeah. And I felt like it was hella commercials. I feel like it was more commercials than it was the show. I am excited about the American Soul movie, the Don Cornelius movie. I am hesitant. Why? Because he doesn't, he's too but maybe, maybe because Don Cornelius looks super lanky to us, maybe back in his day, like he was like, he was stocky. Well, it's not even that. I don't know. Well, his son is a part of it. So I guess I should have some faith in that. His son is an executive producer on it. Oh, okay. Um, but I guess I don't know too much about Don Cornelius's story to know if it's going to be told to me good or not. You know what I'm saying? Right. I understand. But I think, I think, I mean, like you said, since his son is doing it, I think it's going to be close to the story as he possibly can get. And then right. it gives you a little bit more insight because Don Cornelius was really mysterious. Um, mysterious and you didn't really know a lot about him. Right. And it looks like he had like problems. A lot of them back then did. Um, seems like he had a, a yeah, like a lot of demons, like a lot of issues. Which I mean, any man who's gonna do the first black produced and operated show in the seventies, like at the time, I think all there or sixties was the sixties. I think at the time, all there was was American Bandstand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that's um that's a big deal. So I would imagine that I would imagine that there were, would come a lot of issues with that. Plus, you know, when you're putting together something for the people like that, you have an image in your mind and and standards in your mind that you want them to be and sometimes you know, life takes a turn cuz I know that once rap came into play and he had to start having rap artists on the show, he really did not like that. Mm-hmm. He was not supportive of rap at all. And it was really hard for him to allow those types of artists to be on the show. He really didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Makes I can't, sense. I can't think, remember if it was like Snoop Dogg or somebody on there. Um, oh, I, it was probably an unsung or something like that I was watching, but he had a real hard time adapting with the change in music over the years. Yeah. Because Soul Train was about dancing. Mm-hmm. And you know, the music was just different at that time. It wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't as vulgar as it was. But I think it's supposed to come is it supposed to come out in December? When does it come out? The movie show. I don't know. I think it's December, but I'll be looking out for that. We'll see how that goes. But yeah, the Soul Train Awards was dope. It was okay. It wasn't the worst. It wasn't as bad as them People Choice Awards. That shit was, again, horribly. <laughs> so fucking bad. But, oh, that's what I was going to say. The Queen Nyjah girl that was in the cypher, the soul cypher, she sings a lot better than I thought that she did. That's what Jaleesa said. She sounds a lot better than I thought that, that she did. Than that song that she has out. Yes. You me you love me, but I ain't feeling lately. 
I hate that. And I wish that artists, like even in hearing Erica Badu and seeing everybody get so excited, like she never made like, I don't even want to, I guess, cookie cutter R&B or shit. Like she's weird. Okay. She looks weird. Mm. She does weird shit. She says weird shit. But the music that she makes is timeless and people respect it. Like even her last project, people listen mm. to it and actually, you know, jam that shit that hello hello hey hello hello people really like that stuff and it made me realize how much it's important to create timeless work rather than just trying to put some shit out like the Nigel girl she has a good voice but i don't care for that song and in about 10 years who's gonna be singing that song it sounds like everything Nobody. else on the radio on the radio. But she does sound really, really good. She has a nice voice. She does. I just want people to put more... Oh, why is this braid of mine so stiff? I just want people to put more uh, more thought into their, their work. Right. Because that don't make sense for her to sound that good and for me to hate her song that much. <laughs> <laughs> How would you like it if I needed it? Like, I don't want to hear that. I'm shit. a FaceTime Brian. <laughs> yeah, I'm a call Brian. <laughs> I'm a text Lorenzo. I'm a keep it crying. Let's be clear. You shouldn't be fucking with no Lorenzos. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> but you shouldn't be listing off all these different things you're going to communicate with these dudes. Like, no, you could sing something else. I don't know. That's just how I felt from it. But yeah, twas cool. Twas a nice little 90s throwback hug to get away from all the crazy shit that's been going on. I guess we crazy, crazy. We saved our 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 worst um comments for our worst topics for last. So let's let's just run through them and wrap it up so we don't have to be sad before we get off. One of one. I don't give a fuck about Takashi Six Nine. I'm gonna be completely honest. Me either. I don't care if the shit that's going on with him is real or fake. Probably because I don't care for his music. Every time that I've ever heard him talk, I don't care for what the fuck comes out of his mouth. I don't like his hair. I don't like the fact that he was already in trouble for dating some underage girl, and there's like pictures of you him really having a no knife up to some bitch's neck, like. I don't like anything that has ever surrounded him. So I don't wish death on anyone. And I'll just leave it at that. Um, Do you feel a way? I feel like... Um, um, I kind of feel bad for him in a sense. I Do you? I do. No, and you I, know what, Grinch? This is interesting. Look at you when you decide to have a heart. You laugh when Mufasa because, dies, but you feel <laughs> bad for Takashi Six Nine. I, I mean, I think that, um, I think that he wasn't really about the life that he portrayed, as a lot of people aren't. On the but internet. he, you could clearly to me, you could clearly tell that he wasn't really about that life. Yeah, and I think yeah. that a lot of the stuff that had been going on with him, I think, I personally think, people that were close to him are in his camp, set that stuff up, and I kind of think that they 
involved him in something like he, you know, he kind of really didn't know exactly what was going on for per se, but because you are in that type of company, mm-hmm. you're going to go down for it. I mean, I, I mean, it's that. the feds. Mm-hmm. And then it is kind of sucks because it kind of seems like with his last interview, because, you know, he fired all his people yeah. once he found out that that person was setting who, who robbed him uh-huh. was like his friend or worked for him or something like that. So it kind of seemed like he was trying to get a, like a whole little clean start or what you could say and start over and do things a little bit different. Even when triple X died, he was kind of like, man, this is sad. Like, the trolling stuff it has to stop. he kind of chop kind of tried to like change but he mm-hmm. was already hated he was like a 50 cent yeah but i think even 50 cent have more no no he he's just trifling petty he is I, I petty as hell this is what kind of is the downside of having the more access to becoming uh artists these days like it's great that now you don't need a label and now you don't need you don't have all this red tape to getting out there and making yourself known by your music but i think that it's also bad because you don't have if or uncontrolled a person that's out of control like you said who doesn't know what they're getting themselves into mm-hmm it can just play out bad for no reason. I almost feel like they're trying to kind of make another hip hop thug situation, almost like they did with East coast, West coast, where Mm -hmm. it just kind of spiraled out of control. Like, yeah, two people had beef, but now Mm -hmm. it's like a whole bunch of other people capitalized off of that so that they can sensationalize it and make it a big ass thing. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, I do agree with you. I guess if I were to actually sit up and try to give a fuck about this nigga, yeah, it's sad because he's young and he doesn't know any better and he's probably in the worst of company and his music, you know, doesn't help. You know, it for for the type of music that he makes, it comes with a persona, which comes with a lifestyle, which attracts a certain type of people, which is make, making out to be this big story that he probably didn't necessarily want. He probably just wanted to make money. And be mm-hmm. cool like every other rapper he saw. And mm-hmm. now it's spun out of control. And now his life is actually in danger. Mm-hmm. And now other people are in control of him. And now he's in jail and all this other shit. They're moving him around. And a bunch of suspicioso shit is going on. And mm-hmm. I guess that's why it, sh- it should be a cautionary tale of me- check for the people you running with. But more than anything, check for the type of energy you putting out there. Don't be putting on pants. That's not for you. Don't be saying shit and stepping into shit in the type of lifestyle that you not really living. Because nine times out of ten, the people that do live that lifestyle, if they could have chose something differently, they would have. Don't nobody want to live like that. Don't nobody want to look over their shoulder all the time and be worried about people crossing them over or your trailer got shot up. Like you make you you're worth millions or a million at least. And you still got to watch for your life. Who want to do that? Hmm. And you young as hell. So I guess I can understand why you feel bad for him. But you put that out there. You got to be smarter than that. Exactly. You got to be quicker than that. That and niggas who actually do dirt got to stop rhyming about the shit. Like... (laughs) 
Girl for old girl from City Girls, why? <laughs> but why? she was she was convicted before she started rapping about it. Oh, really? Yeah, they, they murder button. He just basically told on himself. Straight up in all his raps. Like, why? <laughs> and I know there's some other ones that do. Like, if you're trying to make that transition over, you need to get like Jay-Z and find some people that'll take some cover for you. <laughs> while you get to the top so i guess i understand i'm just tired of talking about takashi 69 i'm again i don't necessarily like his presence in hip-hop i don't even like to say that what he does is hip-hop because it's not hip-hop to me but like i said i don't want him to die so i don't wish death on anybody and i hope he gets his shit together me too what what really makes me sad and what i can't seem to understand is this migrant shit is it migrants? Mm-hmm. I, I was trying to research it, but I was I'm also sensitive <laughs> right now <laughs> to children and pregnant women and just inhumane shit. And I don't get like I understand that there is a border and that there are rules. So apparently it was a large number of people from Honduras, Guatemala, Guatemala, and El Salvador that have been in Mexico and have come together in this caravan to come to the U.S. And then once they get there, their plan is to get an asylum, which mm-hmm. I guess is just protection from the you know the place that they're in while they get processed or whatever. Is that what mm-hmm. asylum means? Yeah. Um, and. I don't necessarily know all their stories. They, uh, I think it's just like that it's so bad where they where they are, where they're living or where they come from that they're willing to take the chance just to get over here. That's what I think. Just using rationale, that's that's exactly how I think because I can't, uh, especially with who is the president right now of the U.S., like I said before, I can't see it not being that bad mm-hmm. for you to be trying to come here when you know what's been going. You know what I'm saying? When you know what's been going on, it has to be horrible. Right. With the violence that you're dealing with, the danger that you have to be in. These kids, these women and kids and men, I didn't even see them with bags on. I saw barefoot children with oh my no God. pants, diapers on. It looked horrible. It was just horrible. And, and then you're spreading tear gas all around and I'm just I don't I don't even understand some I read something where the guy was like I don't even know this guy was like I don't even know what to do because my children are sick and I'm broke I have no money I I can't really go back to where I'm from and I can't go to the U.S. so what what do I do Mm -hmm. and I read that it started because they were doing a a march I guess like a it started off as a peaceful march mm-hmm. where they were basically saying, because, you know, the orange man has been depicting them all as criminals. And he's like, oh, we don't want those criminals in here. Which, right. Nigga, you're a fucking criminal. Everything that comes out of your mouth is fucking criminal. Um, and so they had signs like, we are workers. We aren't criminals. You know, basically just trying to, I guess, march for their rights to save themselves and you the exactly the US to do so but then certain leaders within those camps were saying okay when you march just make a run for the border 
So there were some people that were just marching, and then there were some people that took that time to just make a run for it. And try to get there. Yes. And apparently they were, like, throwing certain things at the agents at the border. So whatever they were throwing wasn't a gun. It wasn't nothing to kill them, like... But exactly. their reaction but still, was tear gas. Pissed. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just disgusting. It, it really worries me because it's like, it's so much stuff that he's getting away with saying and doing. And I feel like it's just kind of opening the door for more inhumane behavior. Exactly. Like, if he'll, if he'll tear, tear gas pregnant women, women, children, babies. What's he going to do to us here? Like exactly. How how is that I I just don't understand I don't understand how that's able to fly. And again, I said this before, I try not to watch the news. I'm very sensitive to things like this. I can't I want to be in the know, but I don't want to depress myself, but it's very worrisome. And I don't know I'll what we can no, do. Girl. Huh? I'll keep you in the know. I know you will. But I don't I'm at the point where it's like, yeah, I agree that we need to do something, but what are we gonna do? Like what is it? We gotta start with ourselves. But I'm just saying, like, this nigga is still talking about building this damn wall, talking about he's gonna shut down the borders. And the people in Mexico are trying to kick those people out too. Right. So where are they supposed to go? I know you can't care for everybody and take care of everybody, but we got to start treating each other with some decency and some respect across the board, just all around. Because it only, it, it, I guess it's even weirder to me that around the time of Thanksgiving, this shit is happening. Exactly. <laughs> Which is like the total opposite of what they tried. I mean, we all know what Thanksgiving is about. It's about pilgrimage and bullshit and horrible things. But, you know, we've tried to flip that and come together with our families and, you know. Uh, yeah. We, and then uh. we try to rise above the initial bullshit that it comes from. And then shit like this happened and it makes me think, okay, well, what are we really doing? How are we really making anything any better? I don't know. That's just it's my sad. thoughts on it. It's sad. it's sad. And I'm tired of being sad. <laughs> I'm tired of seeing shit and being like, oh, damn, that's super fucked up. Why is this happening? Right. So I don't know if anybody out there is listening and knows of ways that we can help or be a part of any change. Please let us know. Um, Or if you just, you know, have more information for us to be informed on the matter. Um, Articles or websites that you feel comfortable following up on this about because, like I said before, I don't fuck with the news, I don't trust them. Um, I use social media and my friends and other people, and my husband, who's an avid article reader, to, to give me <laughs> the real shit information. Yeah, the real information. But um, if any of y'all would like to, like I said, keep us in the know or show us ways that we can help these people or to stop this madness, please let us know. You can DM us on any of our social media platforms, or you can email us at down to the number two Mars pod at gmail.com. We are down to Mars pod on Instagram and Twitter. 
And that's the number two down number two Mars pod. Um, so yeah, hit us up about that or about anything. If you'd like to ask us questions and have us talk to you about it, either on the show or off the show, if there's certain topics that you'd like for us to go over, please, you know, reach out to us. We'd like to let us know any ideas, some questions, let us know, you know, if you'd like us to get more person now, you know, we can get all up in Indy's business. (laughs) No, we can't. (laughs) No, we can't. (laughs) But no, I think, um, I hate to wrap up on a sad note. Say something happy. Happy? No, I can't. (laughs) Christmas is coming. Do something nice for your fellow man. Don't just buy a bunch of shit. Do something Get an angel nice. off the angel tree. What is that? What is that? When there's kids less fortunate, they oh, have, uh, they want like stuff on the tree. Sometimes it's clothes. Sometimes it's diapers. Sometimes it's toys. And you just get an angel off the tree and you see what they want. And then you buy it and you wrap it and then they give it to the kid. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. I've been wanting to donate something. I wish I could work at a soup kitchen or something. Do soup kitchens still exist? I went to do meals for O'Reilly. Oh, yeah, you did. Tell us about that. That's a happy note. Um, Me and my daughter went to this place called Kids Meal. Mm-hmm. Meals. And we made meals for, um, for kids. So oh. we made sandwiches and bagged up fruit snacks and juices and all this other kind of stuff. And Riley really, really liked it. It was, I wanted her to do something like that so she can know, like, there are kids who don't have what you have. Even though, like, my mom necessarily, we didn't do stuff like that, but I did know there were kids less fortunate than me. Right. But I wanted her to experience, I've always wanted to do that for some reason. So I wanted her. Because you have a heart. Yeah, <laughs> deep down inside. <laughs> so was it for kids who like didn't have food at home like that? Yeah, okay. families who couldn't afford it. And sometimes what the guy told me was like, sometimes the mom would split the sandwich in half so they can have something to eat for later. Oh my God, I would die. I would just go buy her a Walmart gift card. And then we didn't put nothing on it. So it was just like bread, meat, cheese. That's and it. splitting that? Oh my god! I know. And like their little hat, we got a hat, and that hat. But well, they gave it to us for free. But if you buy the hat, it's um, it's actually that hat feeds ten kids. Oh wow, that's dope. Yeah, but they had good bread and good meat, and they had they got the like the top quality of stuff. Oh, that's good. See, look at you. Getting in the holiday spirits. You know, <laughs> you know I love the holiday. I'm going to look for something to get into. That's another thing. If you guys know of any, um, any, is, is it called charities or donation places that can be given to for the holidays or any volunteer stuff that we could spread the word on for Houston or anywhere else. Just let us know, but we are in Houston, so that would be helpful to our Houston listeners. Um, 
any ways that we can help people out around the holidays or just any other time we'd like to do it. We are trying to make this world a better place, not just escape it, but make it a little bit better. So, you know, hit us up and let us know. But I think that's going to wrap up episode three. Three. We'll see you guys next week. Have more shit to talk about. Yes, we will. Keep us posted on what's going on in the world, you know. Yes, we can talk about it. Tag us. Tag us everywhere. Chime us in. Hashtag Down to Mars Pod at Down to Mars Pod with the number two. I am at underscore Adora. And I am Inda Sindhu. I-N-D-A-H-S-I-N-D-H-U. Y'all be blessed and safe. Peace. Peace.